0: This is the balancing act by security compass your guide to going fast while staying safe in today's digital world hello everybody and welcome to our podcast today we've got our guest mark mark welcome thank you really appreciate the uh, invite yeah not a problem mark why don't you tell our audience a little bit about your background and what you do
1: yeah um so i'm a lead cybersecurity architect at microsoft um so i spend a lot of my time building reference architectures Uh, security strategy guidance, uh, guidance on how security should be working with business leaders, um, all sorts of stuff there. And, um, you know, as as you know, through our Open Group work, I'm also the co-chair of the Zero Trust Architecture Working Group uh, at the Open Group.
0: Fabulous. Sounds good. It's just great to have you with us. Uh, Speaking of reference architectures, so there's a lot of uh, movement in the industry now to produce these reference architectures as a way of trying to bring together multiple stakeholders and tie that into business value across the enterprise. Can you talk a little bit about this trend that's sort of happening out there?
1: Oh yeah, Um, I'm honestly not that surprised because we're really in this period of transformation, right? We've got the digital transformation of the business, the cloud transformation of the technology stack, and we've got the zero trust transformation of the security world. And so all these transformations are happening at the same time. And of course, when everybody's on their back foot and confused and it's a new thing, people need to get on the same page. And that page is often the architecture that kind of explains it visually. Okay, this is how this is gonna fit. These things are gonna connect. And so that really becomes a great visual language to help people understand context, you know, along with, you know, the written word of policies and standards and and the like. So I'm I'm honestly not surprised at all. I I found that people are really hungry for this kind of clarity.
0: Mm, Interesting. So you'd mentioned that this is all about trying to bring together all of these groups across the enterprise. Uh, So in a sense, it creates an on-ramp for these teams to go in there and begin to to create something that they can then operationalize within their own context. Um, You know, how do you see this being used from a day-to-day basis? If someone is interested, for example, in bridging DevOps or or DevSecOps with what the business value is at the end of the day, um, you know, clearly in here somewhere, we're going to have to operationalize this. We're going to need processes. We're going to need systems. How does a reference architecture assist with all of this?
1: Yeah, the reference architecture, you know, whenever we say we need to be on the same page, I think of architecture as being that page, you know, you know, first the visual that kind of describes the whole system of what we're trying to accomplish. And and sometimes that architecture is a description of current state and sometimes very often, especially nowadays, it's projecting into the future so that we know what we're building to. And so, you know, in addition to sort of being the bridge and the communication, it's really a great starting point for everyone to say, yes, we want that. We want to be that. We know we're not that today, Um, but it really helps, you know, uh, for it's it's a great forcing function too, because, you know, as you well know, they don't teach cybersecurity in business school and uh, most cybersecurity people don't have a lot of, you know, a business experience and, and, you know, sort of senior leadership and budget and PNL experience. And so it really becomes a forcing function to say, okay, this is what we think, and this is what we think. And you sort of are forced to put it on a piece of paper and actually work um, work through those things of what does that mean? And, oh, this sort of translates to what we do. And so it, it really has many, many different functions, but first and foremost, it's a starting point to start those conversations.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because now what ends up happening is it could be used in the context of developing a strategy even. Uh, if you consider your current state, right? And then you look at your future state and you develop a program to help you evolve from your current state to that future state. Are you seeing that uh, as as a common pattern for reference architectures?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so it's it's that visual of uh, uh, of, you know, essentially what good looks like from a visual perspective. And then you have to resolve that into, okay, from a bullet point perspective, you know, what does good look like? What are the hallmarks of what we should be trying to accomplish? And then of course building a plan to that future state. I, you know, I kind of think of it like, okay, we first have to decide we're going to the land of Oz. And then we have to figure out that the the, the path to it, the strategy is the yellow brick road. And then we have to actually take that journey. You know, so there's this sort of multi-stage process and, and the architectures are such a key part of that, in addition to you know, the strategic elements as well. So they all really go hand in hand.
0: Hmm, that's interesting. Let's kind of project out a little bit, Mark, let's, let's look at, uh, you know, 18, 24 months from now, uh, reference architectures are emerging to help us to try to tie together the business and technical stakeholders in the context of security. Mm-hmm. Where do you think this is all going? If you had to kind of crystal ball this 18 to 24 months out? <laughs> <laughs>
1: If you ask me any question about the future right now, it's going to be very hard to separate from the present and what will likely continue in the future, which is this huge set of um, extortion and ransomware attacks. Um, So what I see that is just increasing the pressure on organizations to get better um, because the profit model is really driving... um, uh, all these best practices forward. So some of it's gonna be, we're doing it correctly on the right path. Some of it's just get something out there quick cause we're in pain today. So I just see all the things that we're doing today and all these trends of you know doing the zero trust piece and, and aligning it with cloud and aligning it with the digital transformation. I just see that intensifying and getting denser as you know security just keeps pounding its way to the top of the priority list um, because of that profit model. I mean, the reality is is these gangs are starting to rival the budgets of nation states right now because of their profits. Um, And so they can buy zero days and do all sorts of crazy stuff. And um, we're just expecting a lot more intensity on the things that we're seeing, the best practices that we're seeing today.
0: Mm, That's interesting. Mark, is there anything else that you would like to express to our audience, Uh, anything about the work you do or anything else uh, that maybe we haven't talked about?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, one thing I would encourage your audience to check out, We, uh, you know, when we publish security guidance at Microsoft, we we don't do like, you know, registration walls and paywalls and stuff. we pretty much publish it openly on our doc site. Um, and so there's two recent ones that we've released that would probably be very interesting to your audience. Um, the first is our cybersecurity reference architecture. Um, and again, this is, you know, Microsoft's reference architecture of what we have learned good looks like across our customers from our internal experience. And then we've also done uh, something similar at the program level. For you know, how would you structure a program? Uh, very closely aligned to the, the Open Group Zero Trust components, you know, of access control, security operations, et etc. Cetera, et cetera. So we've we've definitely uh, we've invested in both that program level as well as that sort of technical architecture level, um, including some you know people diagrams and what are the jobs to be done. Um, and if you're familiar with the, the NIST NICE framework, it's sort of like a, a, a operating at about that level of what you know, good looks like, what are the jobs to be done kind of thing. And so definitely encourage your audience to check those out because we found that they're uh, quite useful, you know, for business leaders and technical leaders, architects
0: alike. Wonderful. That's great. Mark, thank you very much for your time. Appreciate it. Thanks. Want to learn about what Security Compass has to offer? Check out securitycompass.com demo for a free demo today. Want more of The Balancing Act? Be sure to subscribe to our channel wherever you listen to podcasts for more episodes.